Hello again and welcome. Last episode, I spoke with COO and Chief Learning Strategist Susan Manaya on the key components of learning strategy. Moving on, this episode, I will be continuing my conversation with Susan on learning strategies, discussing the different phases. Stay tuned to learn more. Now, what are the general phases of a learning strategy? As a consultant, when I go in and work with with my clients, you know, really, I think it's, I kind of put it into four phases. So the first one would be analysis and discovery. And obviously, that's the behemoth (laughs) bucket of phase, right? So this is where all of that analysis work is getting done, all those interviews are getting done. So if you have a 130-hour learning strategy um, um, initiative that you're doing, you know, the bulk of that time is really going to be spent in the analysis and discovery place. And then you have the recommendations. So for me, the recommendations phase is really, it's about, um, you know, this is the part where you kind of take that future state. So you're kind of taking current state in the analysis and discovery part, and then it's informing what's going to be your recommendations, which is the next phase. So then you kind of, you really put those together in a way that kind of maps up the gap and how you're going to close that gap. And what is the impact that's going to have if you do this, right? And then um, the validation phase. So I'm very transparent as a learning strategist. I always enjoy when clients want to um, like tag along or get involved with me, but I also like to bring them along as I'm discovering things. So um, I don't just go away and do things and then come back and say, oh, ta-da, here it is, you know? So I pulse check all the things that I'm coming up with with them to get validation from them because they may have contacts that maybe I didn't see or I didn't talk to this person or I don't know about a new initiative that's coming down the pike. And so it's always good to kind of pulse check your, your recommendations with your stakeholders to, to see what reaction they have to the things that you're doing. So you're essentially bringing them along, if you will, of your thinking so that when you actually do your final deliverable, it's really kind of no surprise, you know? It's just sort of like when you do performance reviews, you know, when you have your annual performance review, it really shouldn't be a surprise at the end of the mm-hmm. year because we've been talking about this all year long. Yeah. Um, so it, that's really kind of the same concept for a learning strategy. So you bring them along through validation and then you do the final deliverable. Nice. Okay, so I like how those are bucketed into those four phases. Um, from your experience, what is usually the most challenging phase or does that depend on the client or what the strategy calls for? Honestly, I I really think the analysis and discovery is the most challenging because it's the biggest level of effort in the whole body of work that you're doing. You know, I mean, I think, you know, if you, when you're doing recommendations and putting your deck together, that's just, you know, getting it in a, in a communication format that people can consume. Right. So Mm -hmm. you have, you kind of need to be mindful about how you're putting your, PowerPoint deck or your however you're presenting your strategy I usually do it in PowerPoint um, and then you know because you also have your data if you do any surveys or things like that you need to provide the survey results data and it's usually a separate document so you know some of those things can be a little labor intensive just putting together but really the bulk of the work happens in analysis and discovery well again thank you Susan for sharing your insights on the different phases of a learning strategy In our next episode, we'll discuss the relevant skills and competencies needed to be a learning strategist. Until next time.